Hey guys, thank you so much for tuning into Christian Girl Vibes. I'm Angelica, and on today's podcast episode, we are going to talk about the book of Ruth and Proverbs 28 through 31. But first off, I do want to start this off in prayer, so if you could please bow your heads, that would be incredible. Dear Heavenly Father, please speak to us and speak through me, Father, as I am trying to release this episode have me say what you need me to say. Open up our ears, our hearts, our minds to your word, Father. Holy Spirit, flow through me and flow through the other person listening to this, Father. Be with us because we need you. Without you, we are weak. Without you, we can't do anything. Without you, we are selfish. We are selfish and we are flesh. Flesh. (laughs) But you tell us that if we go to you, that we will have eternal life. Thank you so much for always being there and just speak to us, be with us. Even whenever we feel like we can't see you or we can't hear you, we know that you are right there because you are a faithful God. Thank you so much for being there and thank you for not leaving us. Amen. Okay, ladies. So, well, ladies and gentlemen, because I do see that I I see the different people getting onto my podcast and listening. Thank you so much. I literally appreciate this all so much. Glory to God. This is for him. And if this is bringing you closer to God, please message me because I would love to hear other people's testimonies or how they're growing with God and what they're doing and how God is moving in their life and what God has provided for you, the different gifts that God has shown you that you have. I know for me, um, I I think it's really funny because I didn't think the gifts were that obvious, but I've had so many people come over to me saying, hey, I felt like something was telling me that you have this gift. Is it true? And I'm like, uh, yeah, it is. Um, so it's crazy. I actually, so before we get into this book, I'm just going to have like a rundown of like stuff that has been happening recently. I met with some of my friends. Her name is Dovey. Um, I went to her house and we were kind of just like talking about God and talking about just like gifts and stuff that God has like released to us. And I literally love her. She is incredible. If you're listening, I love you. You're awesome. And then my best friend, her name is Jaden. She is like the most incredible girl ever. I love her. She is such a good mom, person, friend, sister in Christ. Like, girl. You're incredible. I love you. Um, You guys should definitely listen to her podcast. It's called Be Still. She's just so awesome. And um, actually, she was the first person to fully help me see the gift that God has given me. And I was like, what? I am not worthy of that gift. Like, I am not. But then I realized I'm condemning myself. I'm basically telling God... um, Like, he is gifting me something that I'm not worthy of. And I'm like, I'm not worthy of it. I'm not. I'm a sinner. I'm a ball of sin. Like I say in so many different episodes, we are all ball of sins. But you know what? Jesus Christ died for us, for us to live for him. And through Jesus Christ, there is internal life. Like, how beautiful is that? And then another thing was, I actually went to a retreat this weekend And I was able to help lead with um, 
middle schoolers and they came to me talking to me asking me questions about God how to grow with God and that was life-changing life-changing I cannot wait for the next one I cannot wait to just give back to God all that I can and help all these people understand children adults teenagers Everybody understand the goodness of God and what God has to offer us. And how can we help God? How can we help his kingdom? And how can we offer ourselves to God? It's just so beautiful the way that he works. But anyways, we are now going to talk about the book of Ruth. And then we are going to end up getting into Proverbs 28 through 31. I love Proverbs so much. Um, That is one of my favorite books. Oh my goodness. Like, I want to be a Proverbs 31 woman, but that is... We'll get into that. Okay. Anyways, the book of Ruth. If you have not read it, I'm not going to say everything inside of it. I'm just going to say the important parts, basically. So, there was a mom named Naomi. Lemelak. Elimelech, I think I may be saying her his name wrong. That was her husband. They had two sons. Naomi ended up losing her husband because he died, and the two sons because they died. But they were married to uh, Moab woman. The two women were Orpah and Ruth. And so the mother, Naomi, she said to her daughters-in-laws, go, go find a husband. Go back to where you are from because I'm going back to where I'm from and you will not find a husband there. And, you know, they're sad. They're crying and stuff. And Orpah kisses her mother-in-law and she goes. But Ruth, she is steadfast. She is committed. This She does not leave. She tells her, like, basically, like, nah, I'm going to stay with you. I love you. I'm going to stay with you. I would rather wait with you then do anything else. I will find a husband somewhere else. And like, she wasn't wrong. I mean, God always provides. God sees our loyalty. God sees whenever we are steadfast. He sees whenever we are faithful. He sees whenever we are sticking to him and his word and to his people. I mean, like, God is so good. So anyways, Ruth and her mother-in-law, or Ruth and Naomi, they go back to where Naomi's from. And... Mr. Boaz is now in the picture, and Boaz, you know what, I hear people say all the time, I want to meet my Boaz, where's my Boaz, when am I going to get my Boaz, girl, be patient, Boaz is going to come, your Boaz is going to come in at God's perfect, God's timing is always right, his timing is perfect, um, but anyways, Boaz was a part of the family and um Ruth goes to this field to go work and she's like okay I need food I need to do this I need to provide for my mother-in-law how can I provide for Naomi and she sees Boaz and Boaz says to her you stay here you stay at this field and no one's gonna touch you nobody's gonna mess with you you are protected I will make sure everybody knows that And he says to her, like, I heard your story. I know what you've done for Naomi. I know how faithful you are. I see you. Like, I see you. And I mean, (laughs) so many of us just want to be seen. And that's totally understandable. We are seen by God. He sees us all the time. 
He sees everything that we are doing and he loves us so much. But anyways, Boaz says to Naomi, or he says to Ruth, sorry, I'm going to go buy this in the right way. I'm going to see if there's another person that will marry you. And if he can't, and like I said, he he wants to marry Ruth because he sees how faithful and steadfast Ruth is. And then just read the book of Ruth, like so many amazing details. It is such a beautiful book. Um, But anyways, he's like, I'm going to follow the law, though. Like, I'm going to do this the right way. I'm not going to do it the wrong way. End of the story, like, he, this man is going above and beyond for Ruth. Like, how incredible is that? Ladies, let's not settle. Do not settle. Wait for your man of God. Wait for him. Yeah, I'm going to do a whole episode, and it may be like an hour or two, about purity. And even if you have not waited and you want to wait for marriage now, we're going to talk about that. We're going to talk about all that. But anyways... He is going by, he's listening to the laws, like he's, he's going through everything to make sure he does this the right way for her. And he does. He does do it. And then they end up getting married. Ruth ends up having a child. And it's just such a beautiful book. Definitely go read it. Go read Ruth. I want to, it's so funny because, um... I remember so many people telling me, oh my goodness, I want to find my Boaz. Boaz this, Boaz that, Ruth this, Ruth that. And I was like, God has not let me read that book yet. Whenever I pray to God saying, God, can I read it? I've heard no every single time. And I remember the first time like talking to God about it. I was like, when can I read this? And God was like, I will tell you when the time is right. I was like, all right, all right. I get it. I get it. And he did. His timing was perfect. It was perfect because I had no idea what this book was about. Not the slightest bit. And then I remember hearing as I was praying, go read Ruth. It's time. And I was like, oh my goodness. Wait, you're telling me I can go read it now? The book that I've been asking about like for months, like when can I read it? And I'm so happy that he waited and that I waited (laughs) with him because I mean... Let me tell you, I wanted to read Ruth so bad, but I was like, you know what? God is telling me, no, I'm going to remain obedient to God because he's obviously trying to show me something. He had me read that book at the perfect moment because if he would have had me read it maybe two, three months prior, I don't think I would have understood it at all. I think I needed to wait because ah, I wish I could just like tell you guys like what was going on in my life, but um. God showed me through that like book, remain faithful. And because your faithfulness, I see that I'm going to reward that. I'm going to gift you better than you could ever imagine, better than you can think of. Like he is such a good father. And it's the fact that he wants to be that way. He wants to know you. He wants you to go to him. He wants you to ask him questions. He wants to see your loyalty. He wants to see that you're going to remain obedient to him no matter how hard something seems. If God is telling you to wait on something, wait on it. If he's telling you, not right now, but soon, wait on it. Do not make it happen yourself because 
we are selfish, our hearts are deceiving, but God's promise is everlasting and true. His promise is true. And I think it's so funny because our feelings change constantly. And um, I'm going to get a little personal on here. Um, I am a very slow to anger person. I do not get angry fast. I do not get mad fast. But I, I do show emotions. Like, I can feel pain. Um, and I do cry. Uh, a few weeks ago. No, not even a few weeks ago. Maybe like a week ago. I was just getting told stuff that I did not want to hear. And I, like, remember getting home from that party, dropped down on my knees, and I wept. At first, I was mad. And I was like, God, how could these people say these things about you? Like, they don't even know what they're saying. And I was so angry. Like, I don't show my anger, and it takes a lot to make me mad. But if I'm mad, I run to God. Um, And so I was so angry. And I felt like... God told me as I was praying and talking to him, it's okay. I need you to pray for them. And it was as soon as I heard that, that's when I dropped down crying. And I was like, God, show them mercy because they don't know you yet. Show them who you are, Father. Use your divine, perfect timing and power to shape them into the godly people. I know they can be with you because Jesus Christ, your love is so good. And whenever somebody feels your love, they don't want to go back. I don't want to go back to who I was. I want to keep serving God. I want to serve God with my entire life. Like, I want to do for his kingdom what I can. And that's like, I just admire how other people feel that way too and just like the fact that some people you know my friends are awesome because um (laughs) I'm gonna give out I'm just gonna say their names my three friends that I was talking to about this whole thing their names are Dovey, Asia, and Jaden thank you so much because I couldn't have gotten through like that situation without them if you like I wish I could explain the comments that were being made about God and towards God. They were just so horrible. And I wanted to leave and I felt like God was like, I need you to sit there. I need you to get back outside and show them who I am. And I was like, God, how? Like, I need you right next to me. When I tell y'all, I mean, I talk to God all day long. I, God has graced me with his presence and to be able to feel him throughout my day and to acknowledge him. And whenever I tell you, I felt like God was literally, I felt like he had his hand on my shoulder as I was there. And I was like, you know what, just sit there. Just sit and smile and you talk about God, Angelica, and you continue to say how great he is. And then you pray for them. God is so good. He is so good. And the amount of amazing godly sisters that he has put inside my life, oh my goodness gracious, like I am so thankful for them. They are literally so incredible. And they are Proverbs women. And I'm like, thank you, Jesus, because I look up to them so much. I think they have so much grace, so much beauty, and they have so much love for God and faithfulness towards God. And it is like their faith is insane. But anyways, yeah, I felt like God was like, I need you to be there. I need you to be patient and remain in me, and I will remain in you. And then I felt like I was talking with God, 
a few days wait was it after that maybe and um I was just sitting there and I was like man god like <laughs> my feelings are they change constantly because I think I was I have been struggling recently with like oh I just found out also righteous anger is okay um I am not comfortable with feeling angry. Like, that is just such an uncomfortable feeling for me. I don't like it, not in the slightest bit. And, um, yeah, so I was, my feelings were all over this day. And I remember I was coming back, I was going back home from campus, and I go to school about an hour away from where I live. And I was praying to God, and I was like, you know what, God? My feelings change all day all day my feelings change but your promise stays what you say is truth you only speak the truth father so no matter how bad i start to complain or i'm like god when or god can you make this happen or god this is taking too long ignore that i know i know i complain and i'm sorry about that i am working on that but i trust in your perfect divine timing because you are always right and i am not always right I was talking with one of my friends the other day and I told them, I was like, you know, it is important to listen to what God is saying because I can make what I want. I could say right now, all right, we're going to make this happen. We're going to get on to this next step. And I'm just going to say, I'm going to say what I'm feeling, but, but I know (laughs) that I have already messed up so many things before and I know that my timing is not perfect and I know that God told me to wait for his perfect divine timing and I know that God did not tell me no to this like he did not tell me no to this situation he told me wait so I'm like all right God all right I'm gonna let you be you and I'm gonna wait But it's the fact that I'm choosing to wait on God's timing. I am choosing to remain in Him. I am choosing to remain faithful to God because He is faithful to me. And He is so good. He loves you. And He wants the absolute best for you. And I think sometimes because of the way the world is today, it can be hard to see that God is faithful to us. But He is. He has proven time and time over and over and over and over that he is faithful that he is the way that he is the truth that he is the life that jesus christ is light of the world he is the almighty and he is the truth the way the light everything he is everything and i will continue saying that he is so faithful and i love him god you are so good holy spirit thank you so much for just like being here okay guys so now we are gonna talk about proverbs and i am so happy i love proverbs but what I have is kind of convicting. Um, Holy Spirit, you just you speak through me. Say what you need to say. I knew I got convicted a little bit whenever I was reading what I had down, written down and everything. But Holy Spirit, you are so good. Thank you for being here. Dwell in me. Dwell in all of us. Amen. Okay, guys. So Proverbs 28 through 31. Okay. The wicked will leave you when you are fighting sin. When you are fighting to be with God, those friends that just want to sin, they're going to leave. They're going to walk away from you as if you never mattered. 
And you know what? They may try to come back and say to you, oh, let's go do this and go do this and let's go drink and let's go party and let's go smoke. But remember, there is self-will. There is self-will and you are able to fight sin. You're able to fight sin. You can. God always gives you a way out of sin. And never say, oh, God, but you put these temptations in my way. God is not going to do that. That is the enemy. The enemy will tempt you. God will not. <sighs> Praise God. Like, he is so good. He is so good. Um, another thing. This is a big topic, especially just for a lot of people. Um, especially, like, if you're teenager in your 20s 30s 40s whatever do not give in to lust do not give in to lust lust will lead to death when i say that i mean it is such a major sin that it hurts and you feel alone because you gave in to lust don't do it you can always fight it i feel like in today's society, it is just so easy for people to give in to temptations. And that's not okay. And I'll be real. I mean, we all have problems with different things. This generation is... All generations go through it and stuff. I don't know. I just feel like lust is such a difficult topic. Um, because I know so many people like deal with it. But you have to fight it. Because it kills you. Wait for marriage because it is supposed to be so special and so beautiful that it unites two people into being one. And if you've already done it, that's fine. You can re-wait. That is definitely fine. Start walking in purity. And it makes me so angry how some people are like, oh, purity is so like annoying or you shouldn't do it or well what if you slip up and stuff like don't be mad at yourself no yes be mad at yourself like allow the holy spirit to convict you because we're supposed to be saving that for our spouse for our kingdom spouse this goes to everybody like we need to remain faithful to our kingdom spouse to god and to ourself, your body is a temple. Your body is the temple the Holy Spirit dwells in. We need to really stray away from evil and rejoice, rejoice in righteousness. I feel like so many people today think it is okay to do sinful acts or act with people that commit sinful acts. Like just hang out with them. And yes... There are going to be times where you are going to interact with people that are not on the same path as you. And we have to learn to be okay with that. Don't get me wrong. It's hard because there are definitely times where I just want to shake someone and say, Hey, come on, get on this path. Like there is so much light and beauty in Jesus Christ and living with that and trying to live without sin, repenting when the Holy Spirit dwells in you. It is beautiful and people can see that. People can see it. Um, in Proverbs 28, verse 1, it says, The wicked flee when no man pursueth, but the righteous 
are bold or as bold as a lion. I think that's so beautiful because it's, it's really, it's true. The wicked people that want to commit sinful acts, they're going to leave whenever you don't want to be like that. Whenever you don't want to do what they're doing. Okay, let them leave. Be true to God. Don't try to make other people happy. Make God happy. Make his kingdom happy. Because at the end of the day, you cannot take people with you. You can't take money with you. You're, you want to be with God. You don't want to rot in hell. I know. Okay, I know how that sounds. But you don't. We need to repent and we need to turn to God and we need to flee from sin. And I know how hard that can be. Trust me, I know. The evil mind will never understand a pure heart. They're never going to understand. They're going to think you're weak or they're going to tell you you're dumb. Trust me, I've heard it all. I've heard that I am weak for what I believe in, that I am dumb, that I should get off this whole Jesus ride, Jesus walk thing. It doesn't make any sense. And that's okay. Because all I, all I can do at the end of the day is pray for that person. Pray for all those people to find God. Because I would rather people be mean to me and stuff because I am worshiping God. Whether than just to be mean <laughs> um, or for them to be nice to me because I'm giving into sin. When I know that sin leads to death. And whenever I say that sin leads to death, I mean it kills your soul. It is basically you stabbing Jesus saying, hey, listen, I know you died for me on the cross, but I'm going to act in this. I'm going to do all these lustful things. You are stabbing God. You are stabbing Jesus. I'm going to go get like so drunk to the point to where I pass out. You are stabbing God. I'm going to go ahead and do all these sinful acts and pursue all these worldly things. You are stabbing God. And that's not okay. It's not okay. And it's not okay that this world says sin is okay. They say, oh yeah, I'm tight with Jesus. No, no, that's not how it works. Actions speak louder than words. Words are absolutely useless if you are not acting on them. You could say that you know scripture. You can say that you go to church. But if you are not living for God, you do not know God. You don't. You have an idea of God, but you're not living for him. You're not living with him. You are not allowing the Holy Spirit to dwell in you. Remain in God and keep his commandments. He sees when you are faithful. He sees when you are trusting him. And he sees when you are trying. Even whenever you continue to fall over and over and over, God sees your heart if it is pure. He sees if you are genuinely trying to get closer to him. And you feel like this world keeps beating you down. Hold on a bit longer. God is not done yet. If it is not good, God is not done. And I feel like a lot of us forget about that, which it happens. I mean, before I was a Christian, because like I said, uh, I think I said in one podcast, like I was lukewarm and lukewarm is not a Christian. And that really hurt my heart <laughs> the first time I heard that, because I remember telling people a year ago or two years ago, oh yeah, I'm a Christian. I'm just lukewarm. I don't believe everything in the Bible, but I know it says it. No, I was not a Christian. 
I was not a Christian. I was not. And that hurts my heart to say for the person that I was, but I was not. I mean, the walk that I am on now with God, like I now I'm a Christian. Now I'm pursuing God. Now I'm pursuing purity. Now I'm pursuing his commandments. Now I I would just want to walk with God and I want to walk for God and I want to do everything for his kingdom that I can that he will allow me to do. Do not trust your heart. Our feelings change by the hour. But God's promise is forever. How beautiful is that? That I my feelings they're not even by the hour. They can change by the minute, by the second. But God's promise is forever. We have to remain in God and remain in what he's telling us and remain just like in his promise and his presence and continue to pray to him all day long and worship him and read our devotionals. Dive deep in your Bible. Dive deep in your Bible and worship God with all your heart. Lust is wrong. (laughs) It's wrong and it kills your soul. We need to not be easy to anger and we need to correct our children. Allow your children to see God through you and show them how God wants us to worship or not even fully wants us, but show them the different ways that we can worship God. Show them how we can grow with God, how they can grow with God. So instead of running to this sinful world, whenever they are sad, hurt, or confused, they run to God. Like, I cannot wait to be a mother one day and to be a wife one day and be able to lead my husband. Well, no, my husband, he's going to lead me because that's the man's job. The man is the provider. The man is supposed to lead. He will lead me, but I will provide, how can I say this? Support. That's my role. Ladies, that's our role. Our role is to provide support, love, and care. We are supposed to be wise, modest, honest. We're supposed to show our family that we love them. We need to be women of God. Women of God, just, we need to be. I want to be a Proverbs 31 woman. And I know a lot of you girls want to be a Proverbs 31 woman. I know a lot of you ladies do. And I think it is such an amazing thing to strive for. Whoso put his trust in the Lord will be safe. Proverbs twenty nine twenty five. Put your trust in the Lord because the Lord will always protect you. He's never wrong. He will always protect you. There is a generation that is pure in their own eyes. And yet, not washed from their filth. Proverbs 30, 12. Again, there is a generation that is pure in their own eyes yet not washed from their filth. In this world, we may think we walk in purity. We may think, oh, I can do this and it's fine. I I could act in this sinful way and ask for forgiveness and it's fine. That's nasty. (laughs) And I'm like, I'm not saying it like to shame anyone. But what I'm saying is, 
it's still sin. It's not okay. And it's going to affect you mentally. It is going to affect your body physically. It will make, it can make you feel sick. It can make you feel physically sick because once you turn to God and you realize all the sinful acts that you've done, trust me, I've already had that sit down talk with God where I sat with God and I was like, God, just let me sit in your presence and let me rejoice in who you are and forgive me for my sins. And he does and he did and he will forever and ever and ever. But there have been moments where I'm sitting with God and I'm like, God, I just I need to reflect on the person that I was on all the sinful acts that I gave into that I did because I'm selfish and the heart is deceiving I need to sit with you and feel, in a way, sorry for my old self, but happy for who I am now. And it hurt because I was like, wow, I can't believe I was that selfish. I can't believe I thought I knew God and I had no idea who God was, but I thought I did. I didn't. And I had no one to lead me. Um... And it's just crazy the way that God will lead you and help you. Since we're still talking about lust, we need, men, you need to be aware of the adulterous woman because she leads to death. And ladies, I I hate to say this, but I'm going to be real. We can, we lead men to sin. We do. And... It is hard for us not to, sometimes, or for some people, whenever the feelings are there, whenever you really care for that person, whenever you care for that guy and you think about him 24-7, but you need to remember that we need to save ourselves and we need to help save them, but if they are going to lead you to sin, walk away, but remember you also have a role to play. We need to be strong in our faith. We're weak, but the Lord is strong. The Lord will give you strength. We are weak. I am a weak person. But Jesus Christ, he gives me strength. Okay. One of my favorite verses. Who can find a virtuous woman? I may be saying that word wrong. If I am, I'm sorry. For her price is far above rubies. The heart of her husband safely trusts in her. See, Proverbs 31. That's Proverbs 31, 10 through 11. The fact that we are worth so much until our husband's for them to feel safe with us and to know that we are going to remain loyal and steadfast. And husbands, you guys need to submit too. Because in the word, it says husbands, love your wives as God or Jesus Christ loved the church. I need to find that verse. And whenever I go into the next podcast episode, I'm going to talk all about that because that podcast episode is going to be long because that podcast episode is all about Proverbs. Um, ladies, honestly, 
we need to dress, we need to dress modest. This is, okay, I'm going to describe a Proverbs 31 woman. Just, just a little bit. We need to dress modest, light makeup. You do not need extravagant hair, hairstyles or just, yeah, you don't need that. You don't need all this makeup. You do not need all this jewelry. No, let your beauty that God has given you, let that shine. We wake up early. Try to wake up early. I know that's hard. I know. I know how hard that is. Then we provide for our family. Cooking, cleaning, teaching, loving. That's what we are called to do. I know that is one of my major roles in life that God is telling me that I am going to do. I know one of the biggest things for me is I'm going to be a wife and I'm going to be a mother. I'm going to do ministry. And I'm going to serve God. I'm going to serve his kingdom. But I'm to also serve my family and show them, remind my kids who God is. And remind my husband that even whenever he's at his lowest point, he can trust in God. Again, this is me reminding, do not lead a man to Christ. Don't do that. If you see or want a future with him, allow him to lead. He is supposed to be the leader. The men are supposed to be the providers. We are supposed to support, love, and show them happiness. And whenever they are sad, be with them. Remind them that they are loved and who we are. But do not lead a man to God. Your friends? Yeah, definitely. You could talk with them about God. Um, trust me, I talk to so many people about God. Doesn't mean I'm going to lead someone to God. No, okay, hold on, that sounds wrong. I'm going to lead people to God, but I'm not going to lead my husband to God. My husband, God will find him. God will speak to him. In God's perfect divine timing. And that's just, that's the way I view it. I really hope that this talk to some people, that it makes sense to you. And I definitely suggest reading the book of, the, yeah, the book of Ruth. Read it because it is so good. And it's so funny because for the longest time, God did not let me read it. And then finally, whenever he was like, okay, yeah, go ahead and read it. Wow, mind blown. Like, and it's crazy because right after he finally told me, I could read it, and I, I was just, like, reading my Bible. I went on Instagram, TikTok, Facebook, and there was nothing but verses from the book of Ruth. And I was like, wow, God, you are so good. This is so funny. Um, the way that you're speaking to me and the way that you work and the fact that you are so faithful and you just want me to obey you. And whenever I do... You bless me. I mean, you bless me regardless. I mean, like, I'm speaking right now on this podcast. He's blessing me by giving me words to, like, say, words of wisdom. And, like, I hope this encourages somebody. Um, I have been told that I'm very, I, I convict a lot of people. Trust me, whenever I'm writing certain things down, I get very convicted. Um, and that's okay, though, because 
Conviction, that's good. It means the Holy Spirit is dwelling in us. And there is nothing more beautiful than the Holy Spirit dwelling in us. Like, thank you, God. Thank you so much, Holy Spirit, because without you, we are nothing. Without you, we are weak. Me being able to talk right now, me being able to be here, it's not my by my own strength because I'm a weak person. But God, you're blessing me and you're blessing all of us. And help us get closer to you and remind us daily of who you are. And that is faithfulness. That is love. That is compassion. And you are just such a good God. Thank you so much. I hope that you guys have an amazing, beautiful, blessed day. My next podcast episode will be released November 1st. And it is going to be titled The Proverbs Lifestyle. And I'm so excited for that. That podcast episode is going to be pretty long just because I love the book of Proverbs. And then um, later on in November, I'm going to release an episode on the book of Matthew because sometimes I feel like Matthew and I'm sure a lot of us feel like Matthew sometimes. But anyways, I hope you guys have an amazing rest of your day. Thank you so much for listening. If you want to, send me a message, like DM me or something. And I am trying to respond more to messages that are about God, about the podcast. Anyways, guys, I will speak to you guys soon. Bye.